Welcome to First Line. My name is Aubrey Ann Jackson, and I am a student doctor in my last year of medical school. First Line brings listeners of all backgrounds together to discuss whole body health and wellness through an osteopathic lens. First Line covers tangible ways to improve your health, how to succeed in medical school, and various topics in healthcare, including mental health, all while holistically addressing the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. This podcast is for informational purposes only. This is not intended to be a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. I encourage you to seek the advice of a physician, a DO, or an MD with any concerns or questions you have about your symptoms or medical conditions. Hello everyone, Uh, just a quick personal update. I am through most of my residency interviews at this point. I have two more in the next two weeks and then I'm done residency interviews and then I just have to work on my rank list and wait essentially until match week in March. So it's all very exciting. And in the meantime, I'm doing some rotations as well, and one of those rotations is neurology, and I'm starting that one on the day that this episode comes out. So I have been reading up on some neurology topics, fittingly, and one of the topics is headaches, and headaches I think is something that is very much misunderstood and headaches is something that a lot of people deal with. I think the number I've seen is that more than 90% of people will have a headache at some point in their life, and I think that's probably pretty close to 100%. I think we've all experienced headache from one time or another. Whether we have headaches chronically is a different story, but certainly a lot of people take pain medications pretty consistently for their headaches, so I think this is an important topic. I think a lot of People go to see a doctor when they have a headache because they think that it might be something that is dangerous. So I wanted to talk about what to look out for with headaches and when you really should see a doctor about headaches. So that's what this episode is about. But before I go into it, I did want to make a plug for TrueLearn. So if you are a medical student, especially if you're a second or third year medical student and you're listening to this at the beginning of the year, now is the time that you should really start thinking about board preparation. Most students take step one, level one, step two, and level two sometime in the late spring or the summer, sometimes the fall after their second year or after their third year depending on if it's the first or the second set of boards. So now is really the time at the beginning of the year to really make sure that you have question banks that you can start working on doing practice questions and reviewing different concepts. And I think practice questions are the best way to learn content and then review content and really see where your knowledge gaps really are sure that you look in this episode description for the referral link to get a discount off of your TrueLearn subscription. And
and you can also use code FIRSTLINE uh, without spaces, so it's F-I-R-S-T-L-I-N-E without any spaces, all lowercase. And again, TrueLearn is something that I've used throughout medical school and I continue to use. Kind of taking a break from it now, but I'm certainly going to use my level three subscription come intern year to study for the level three exam. Okay, so now we can get into the episode. So one thing to to know about headaches is that a headache is really a symptom. So pain is a symptom. A headache is a symptom of something that is going on, something going wrong with your physiology or pathophysiology in your body. So headaches are all very different and there's something called a primary headache which is what you usually think of with a headache. It's when you have tension headaches, when you have migraine headaches, when you have cluster headaches, and then there's secondary headaches that mean that there is something going on in your body, maybe in your brain, that is causing you to perceive a headache. And a lot of times this is a little bit more serious conditions like meningitis and a brain hemorrhage or a brain tumor, but there are a lot of different things that can cause headaches. Even the flu can cause headaches. So there are a bunch of reasons why someone would have a headache but know that headache is a symptom. So, you're not really diagnosed with a headache. That does not cover the full picture of what is going on. Also, headaches, and this is a reason why I wanted to do this episode, headaches are very common and it's one of the most common causes of disability. But it's important to know that most headaches are completely harmless. So, it doesn't affect anything other than cause you pain and sometimes lead to sometimes being so severe that it leads to disability and then interrupting your daily functionality but otherwise headaches aren't going to be something like a tumor that's going to progress most headaches are not going to kill you but certainly they are something that still warrants treatment because of how much it affects your daily life So, most headaches are harmless. Tension headaches is one that I'm going to talk about in detail in this episode. They comprise about 80% of all headaches. So, most of the time when you have a headache, it's going to be a tension headache. Migraines are another one that a lot of people say that they have. That is about 10% of headaches. And then the other 10% is kind of everything else. But often when you know that you have tension headaches, your next headache that you have, the odds that it is a tension headache is going to be almost 100% unless the headache feels drastically different than your normal tension headache. Same thing with migraines as well. Uh, It's not 10% every time you have a headache. If you do get migraines, most of your headaches are going to be migraines. And so when you go to the doctor about headaches and the doctor wants to identify the cause of your headache, they're usually going to do this with getting a history. So asking you questions about your headache. 
and also doing a physical exam. Additional testing like blood tests and doing imaging like a CT scan or an MRI, those are usually not useful, but they may be indicated if your headaches have persisted despite adequate treatment that would help most people or if there are red flags that are present. So when you have something that is a red flag, that's probably going to increase the risk that you have something that might be life-threatening. So doctors want to make sure that they diagnose you appropriately if you have a red flag. So I wanted to go over a few of these because I think if you have any of these red flags, it's definitely something that you would want to see a physician about. So a DO or an MD, you can see your primary care physician, or if you see a neurologist, you can see your neurologist as well, and they can decide if they need to do a diagnostic workup for you. So one of these red flags is having a sudden onset of a headache, especially a sudden and severe headache or a headache that occurs after a traumatic event, so hitting your head. Because the sudden onset or the post-traumatic onset can be found with a brain hemorrhage. So that's something that you might need imaging for. Another red flag is a headache of a recent onset, so a new headache that you've never had before or a change in your headache. So if you usually have a tension headache, then all of a sudden you have a very severe headache that is very different than your tension headache, then that's something to look out for. A positional headache is a red flag. You notice that the headache worsens when you're changing position. A progressive headache, so your headache is getting worse over time without getting better. A headache that's precipitated by coughing, sneezing, exercise, exerting yourself. That's something that is a red flag. Then anytime you have neurological deficits, so altered mental status, having a seizure, that's going to indicate that it could be something that could be life-threatening like a brain hemorrhage, encephalitis, maybe a hypertensive emergency, or it could be something like hypoglycemia can sometimes cause altered mental status and headache. Another red flag is pain in your eyes or visual deficits, so you can't see as well. Another red flag is having a new headache after starting a new medication. That's something that you have to be careful about and be watchful for. Having systemic symptoms alongside a headache, so that is just a feeling of being ill or a fever, because that could indicate something like meningitis or something called giant cell arteritis. And then a red flag could be any new headache in a special population. So, one special population is people that have a history of, of cancer 
because that can increase risk of something like cerebral venous thrombosis, among other things. Another special population to watch out for is if you're pregnant or in your postpartum period. With those patients, doctors are worried about preeclampsia. Another special population is anyone over the age of 50. A new headache in that age group is more likely to be a tumor or a hemorrhage than in younger people with a new headache. And then another special population is anyone with immunodeficiency, like being HIV positive. So those are the red flags, and I I know that's, again, probably going to apply to less than 10% of headaches. Signs that indicate that you are lower risk for some of these serious causes of headaches are if your headaches started for you below the age of 30. So you're either below that age or your headaches started when you were younger than 30. Having a prior experience of a similar headache certainly makes you low risk. Having a certain pattern that is consistent with a tension headache or migraine headache, which I'll talk about later, that also indicates that you're low risk. Having no neurological deficits makes you low risk. And then really just the absence of red flags cause you to be low risk. So I'm going to finish up this episode talking about tension headaches and migraine headaches and how to tell the difference between the two and those patterns that I talked about. So tension headaches can affect the whole head or both sides of the front of the head, the frontal region. And tension headaches are often described as a band-like pain that is dull and constant. Sometimes people say that it's like there's a rubber band around their head and it's squeezing their head. You may have some sensitivity to sounds or to light, usually not both. Sometimes you might have some tender neck muscles. And tension headaches are usually triggered by something, and it's important to figure out what those triggers are. For me, I actually experience tension headaches. Again, most people do experience tension headaches, so it's very likely if you're listening, you've had a tension headache before. Mine personally are triggered by caffeine withdrawal and also lack of sleep. But other triggers can be stress in general, mental health problems like depression or anxiety, fatigue, and even poor posture can cause tension headaches. And the can sometimes be short, they can be less than an hour, or they can be up to a week straight. I think mine usually last a few hours, and I think that's that's typical that it's somewhere from a a few hours to maybe a day. And for most people, it's more common at the end of the day, which might make sense with the, the fatigue and lack of sleep being a trigger. Some people might get tension headaches on a daily basis while other people have more like episodes of tension headaches and some people just have tension headaches chronically and they're just always dealing with it. Especially if you 
can identify your trigger and you're just constantly exposed to that trigger that you you constantly have poor sleep then you will likely have tension headaches pretty consistently so that's tension headaches and then migraine headaches are a bit different so again this is about 10 percent of headaches patients that have this describe it as a pulsating throbbing pounding pain so it's not that constant dull pain like tension headaches this is more of a pulsating and it's usually more severe than tension headaches some patients when they have migraines they have nausea or vomiting they might have sensitivity to sound and to light so usually a day or two before the headache starts a lot of people will experience certain symptoms in those days preceding it like excessive yawning having extremes of appetite, whether not eating or eating too much, having mood changes, uh, even some difficulty reading or writing or concentrating in general. And then closer to when the headache starts, 25% of people with migraine headaches will have an aura. And this is probably something that you've heard of before. But really, it's only a quarter of people that have migraines will have this. And it usually lasts less than an hour. And it's really how people that have migraine headaches, they know that a headache is coming either by those symptoms that precede the headache in the day or two before, like I described, or because of their aura. So the aura can be different things with different people. A lot of times people will have the same aura each time. Some of the symptoms that people say that they have include seeing flashing lights, having a loss of vision, having numbness and tingling, feeling dizzy, having trouble speaking, and having sensitivity to smell. But really, it's a lot more symptoms could could be present than that. That's just a few that could exist. And then after the migraine headache, you can have symptoms that follow the headache. Usually that is weakness, fatigue, or having those extremes of appetite, either not eating or eating a lot and having specific cravings. So like tension headaches, migraines also have their triggers. These are a little bit different than with tension headaches. So migraines can also be triggered by stress, but they can also be triggered by exertion, which is usually not found in tension headaches. Hormone fluctuations play a role migraine headaches are more common in women than men so being on oral contraceptives or just having um, menstruation can affect your hormones and can trigger a migraine headache some people identify that certain foods can trigger their migraines the foods specifically depend on person to person but i've heard of chocolate cheese processed meats, dairy products, citrus uh, being an issue for some people. Also, alcohol, nicotine can be triggers. Either fasting or dehydration can be triggers. And then poor sleep, kind of similar to tension headaches. And some people say that the changes in weather can also trigger their migraines. And migraines can also be also have a genetic predisposition, so migraines can sometimes run in families. And migraines last usually four hours up to two days, but sometimes as long as three days. And people that experience migraines, they 
will have up to several migraine episodes a month and sometimes you can have chronic migraines or they can be more episodic. And another important distinguishing thing about migraines from tension headaches is that usually it's on one side of the head whereas tension headaches are on both sides. Migraines can also be on both sides but they're usually just on one side. So I think with trying to distinguish between tension headaches and migraines I'd first think of is it on one side or is it on both sides as as the first question and then looking a little bit more into the type of pain whether it's that dull constant pain or if it's that pulsating pounding pain like in migraines. So that's all I'll discuss in this episode but I do want to get into more of the treatment options for headaches just so you're aware of different options. I know a lot of people treat their headaches with over-the-counter medications and it helps to hear an overview of all the different choices as well as different lifestyle management techniques that can be used, which you can probably guess what a lot of them are based off of the triggers that I discussed with tension headaches and migraine headaches. But I think that's going to be worth going into a little bit more as well as some other causes for headaches. But I think this this episode was an important one that's going to help the majority of people because I think the majority of people at one point or another has tension headaches or migraine headaches. So really knowing what the signs and symptoms are and then also being aware of those red flag symptoms so you know when your headache warrants going to see a physician about it. You can follow First Line on Instagram at First Line Podcast or on Facebook, facebook.com slash First Line Podcast. Stay tuned for a new episode every Monday.